0: The Automotive News Europe podcast is brought to you by Atal Design, your premium mobility and product design partner since 1968. Atal Design inspires, integrates, develops, and produces the most cutting-edge solutions around its customers' visions.
1: Hello and welcome to the Automotive News Europe podcast for July 22nd, 2021. I'm your host, Doug Bolduck, Managing Editor at a Thanks so much for being with us. In-car audio giant Harman anticipates that by 2025, there will be 172 million vehicles on the road using Google's Android automotive operating system. That huge number got Harman to launch what it calls the Ignite Store which allows an automaker to develop, manage, and operate its own in-vehicle app store. Harman says a big advantage of its solution is that even though it is Android automotive compliant, an automaker can choose non-Google products. For instance, an automaker can choose TomTom over Google Maps for navigation or Amazon's Alexa rather than Google's voice assistant. Daniel Slochevere, who is Director of Business Development for the Ignite Store, tells us that Fiat Chrysler Automobiles, which is now part of Stellantis, will be the first to deploy Harman's technology. He also introduces us to three letters that he believes will become essential in the future. They are EPM, which is short for experiences per mile. Hi Daniel! Thanks so much for being here today for the Automotive News Europe podcast.
2: Hi, good morning. Thank you for having me.
1: Daniel, could you please give us a current state of the in-car app market and tell us what trends are on the rise? Sure.
2: What OEMs want is to have some apps inside the vehicle infotainment system. And how it, it worked in the past is that Content providers had to develop apps one to one, meaning one app for one OEM or for one brand. And that was a very difficult process. Today, we have an app store, very similar to to the mobile phone, and content providers can develop one single version of an app and uh, deploy it to many vehicles with with a portal, OEMs can select, which regions they want to install that app, which models, which brands. So it's a much easier and, uh, and efficient process today. Um, we, we, we're used to Android Auto and Apple CarPlay, which basically are, are mirroring what we have in our mobile phone. And it is great. But the, the next big thing is Android Automotive Operating System, which is a dedicated app store for the vehicle.
1: Okay, and what, or who, is driving this growing interest around automotive apps?
2: OEMs understand that today we are in the digital era. Uh, In the past, when someone wanted to buy a car, they were checking speed, comfort, miles per hour, and stuff like that, but today, OEMs realized that there's a new buyer persona, and this is mainly the Generation Z, which are younger drivers that have different priorities. They want to bring their mobile phone experience inside the vehicle, and they want to have their music, their navigation, their audiobooks, their podcasts, and everything available inside the vehicle and have the best possible experience. And OEMs, of course, are adapting to it because uh, this is going to be a new revenue stream for them and it's going to help them selling more vehicles.
1: You mentioned the revenue stream. How big of a market is this now and what is the predicted size in the next, let's say, five years?
2: Today, this Android Automotive operating system is just uh, starting. We know that uh, Polestar already implemented it, but it's, it's a new concept. And uh, we, know, we know that there are around 100 million vehicles uh, produced every year. So numbers say that between 2021 and 2025, there are going to be around 172 million vehicles with Android Automotive operating system in their infotainment. Uh, Those are the estimations. And the, the interesting thing here is that it's different to mobile phones because when we think about vehicles, there's more than one user in the vehicle. So 172 means that the number is actually bigger.
1: Okay, because you're talking about not just the driver, but the passengers, and perhaps it's a family of four, and all of them will be using some different apps in the vehicle?
2: Exactly. Even public transportation may uh, benefit from this uh, new ecosystem as well.
1: When will Harman have its solution on the market, and how quickly do you anticipate that business will grow?
2: We, we will have our first uh, deployment towards the end of, uh, of this year, and we will have some OEMs coming uh, also mid-next year. Um, there are many others uh, in the bidding process, in RFP processes. So, um, so today we know that uh, more than 60% of the OEMs are actually committed to implement Android Automotive OS. And uh, we also know that there are some brands that publicly committed to this like Volvo, Stellantis, Renault, GM, Ford. And there will be some others also with with Harman's Ignite Store.
1: Can you give us an idea of what the Ignite Store is all about? Sure. Harman's
2: Ignite Store is a vehicle-centric app store that connects consumers with their favorite content and also provides the OEM, a tool to strengthen stickiness and brand loyalty.
1: Can you name already the customer that you're going to be starting with?
2: Yeah, we, we, we have a, we're, we're going to work with FCA, and there are some others that will be official in, in, in a couple of
1: months. Can you give us an idea of how the Ignite store will differ from what Google is doing?
2: Sure. First of all, there are, there are some app stores in the market, but if we're talking about app stores dedicated to the automotive industry, we have two main, uh, two main app stores. One is Harman Ignite Store and the other one is, is GAS, Google Automotive Services, and both of them work on Android Automotive operating system. If we talk about Harman and Ignite Store, first of all, we are a tier one we know how to work with OEMs and we understand very well the processes and the requests from the OEMs. The second very important thing is that our App Store is agnostic. This means that we're providing the OEM the freedom to choose the services they want to implement. And let me give you an example. Um, uh, Google is using uh, Google Maps and uh, the Google Voice Assistant. With Ignite Store, uh, the OEM can choose any other um, a voice assistant, for example, Alexa. Maybe they want to develop their own voice assistant. And the same uh, goes with maps. Uh, they can probably want to use TomTom or Hear Maps. So the App Store is agnostic. They have the freedom to choose whatever they want. And uh, when we talk about third-party apps, It's quite similar, actually, because when a content provider is developing an app for this or Google App Store, it can basically work in both.
1: One of the things that I always find a bit intimidating when I go to an app store is that there are so many uh, options to choose from. How are you guys going to prioritize the apps that are offered to the automakers?
2: That's a great question. Um, uh, today, since uh, this is a new field, there are not a lot of uh, Android Automotive uh, apps yet, but but basically what we're seeing a couple of, uh, of parameters. First of all, we are talking to content providers that, ca- that have a clear strategy for the automotive industry. And there are some, I can mention examples like Spotify, A radio player radio line and many others that even before seeing the big numbers of of installed app stores they decided to develop their content suitable for Android automotive and this will help them being better positioned in front of the OEM the second parameter we're checking is OEM wish lists when an OEM want to implement an app store, they usually talk with their marketing teams globally and each region may have their own apps and their own requests. So we consider also these uh, these requests. The third thing is that we're receiving incoming requests in our portal from app developers that want to be part of this uh, new ecosystem. So it's basically a combination.
1: We'll continue our conversation with Daniel Slotrevere after this message.
0: Since 1968, Atal Design has been pioneering the road of mobility, putting forward distinctive design and innovative technological solutions. Etel Design knows how to implement customers' ideas, creating iconic and functional products that effectively improve the approach to mobility. Etel Design today offers services to support customers in achieving their targets styling and creativity with virtual reality and immersive user experience, vehicle development from components to whole product, from concept to production, electric and electronics development, and artificial intelligence serving e traction, vehicle network. HMI and autonomous driving assembly and construction of models show cars prototypes and small series ital design adopts a flexible approach to match products and services to customer needs providing lean development process to established OEMs acting as a system integrator and technology enabler with newcomers and defining product creation processes and strategies to startups Ital Design inspires the most cutting-edge solutions around its customers' visions, paving the way towards a better life for all. To learn more about how Ital Design moves the industry, visit its website at www.etaldesign.it.
1: How prepared are automakers for this shift? In the past, they've been criticized for being behind the times when it comes to adapting new technologies, how can they catch up if they've fallen behind?
2: So basically, they just need to start. OEMs basically understand that the App Store is a new revenue stream. And many other projects uh, related to, to other aspects of the vehicle have been delayed, mainly, mainly because of uh, COVID and, and, and budget issues. But I can tell you that when we're talking about App Store, they understand that this is something that will generate money. They understand that this is the new value proposition they are creating and also differentiation with the other brands they are working.
1: Thanks for bringing up the idea of how this will actually benefit their bottom lines. Can you tell me how that's going to work? Because that continues to be a little bit of a fuzzy thing in my mind, how the automakers will actually benefit financially from this.
2: So basically, they will offer different different packages with different apps, with premium content, with more services and we are not talking only about uh, third party apps the OEM by itself will develop some some of their own apps in order to enhance the driver experience and based on the on the content they will offer to the consumer they will charge uh, different
1: rates we talk about these apps and they they appear on our phones and they'll appear in our cars but This doesn't just happen through magic. Uh, What are the biggest challenges when it comes to getting the actual apps to appear in vehicles?
2: There's no real challenge. Uh, The issue here is a decision from the content provider. If they already defined their automotive strategy, they are developing it and they are advancing very fast to have more visibility in front of the OEM. But there are other content providers that have other priorities, and their roadmap is packed with uh, other stuff more relevant to the mobile industry. So they prefer to wait until some launches uh, will start to to happen.
1: What is being done to make sure that these apps are safe to add to the car and won't put? anyone at risk of a cyber attack?
2: Yeah, this is a really, really important point. First of all, we are testing and uh, certifying the apps. We're providing an automotive grade that the OEM can check and decide to approve those apps in their their, uh, vehicles. Harman has a dedicated cybersecurity department that developed tools To validate every uh, automotive app and also provide that safety score that at the end will be a tool for the OEM to decide which apps to to include. And I can also tell you that today vehicles are a lucrative target for hackers, even more than PCs. And the risk grows while while we are installing apps inside the, inside the, the vehicles. So uh, hackers can actually penetrate to the vehicle through apps. And it's really, really important to have these um, cybersecurity checks to make apps safer.
1: And another interesting area to balance is how do you meet the needs of somebody's digital life? Customers who want to have access to all of these apps and everything they would, they would have when they were using their phone with the responsibility that they still have to drive and keep control of the car. That must be a difficult balancing act for you folks too.
2: Right, um, basically uh, there are some Google guidelines in order to develop these apps that are very relevant to driver distraction. So one one of the biggest incentives of uh, having this Android Automotive OS implemented is that it will help safety. Today with Android Auto or with Apple CarPlay, you still need to deal with your phone. You need to connect it. You touch the screen sometimes. And with Android Automotive, you will have increased safety. And uh, different vehicle sensors and even the ADA systems will be integrated in this uh, Android Automotive uh, system. And the main objective is to be able to manage everything through voice comments and this can all can only be achieved with a with a native in vehicle app store
1: okay and so you mentioned a, a great point there is that link between all of the safety systems and the infotainment slash apps systems so that the car will know that the the driver needs to be in control and paying more attention at certain periods and and, and sort of helping in that process, right?
2: That's correct.
1: Okay. And I'd like you to look in your crystal ball for a second and give me an idea of what an app-filled car that will be on the road in 2025 will look like. How will that make the driving experience even better than it is today?
2: This is advancing very fast. Basically, we see that there are going to be enhanced experiences, more connected experiences. At Harman, we are part of an advisory council called uh, Experiences Per Mile, EPMs. And basically, we are moving from RPMs to EPMs. We want to have more experiences, more entertainment, more video, more games... Better sound system so the experience of the driver and the passengers inside the vehicle will be even better from year to year.
1: It's a fascinating field, and you are right in the middle of it. Daniel, thank you so much for taking time to be with us today for the Automotive News Europe podcast.
2: Thank you very much. It was a pleasure.
1: We reached Daniel Slochever at his office in Tel Aviv, Israel. If you have an idea for a future podcast or would like to be a guest on the show, please reach out to me at dbolduck at autonews.com. For breaking news, please visit europe.autonews.com. You can listen to this podcast and a range of others from the Automotive News Group on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play, or on our website at europe. Dot that wraps up this episode of the Automotive News Europe podcast for July 22nd, 2021. I'm your host, Doug Bullduck, Managing Editor at AE. Thanks so much for being here. We hope you'll tune in again soon.